Friends, family, team, welcome back. It is Season Inside episode, Job of the Washed Up Podcast. We are starting off with a little Parade Day recap. That means that it's March and it's my month. You can also celebrate it, but happy St. Paddy's Month to everybody involved. Brady's got a bewilderment. We got some pop culture, TVs, movies to talk about. Into some would-you-rathers, some other questions and comments. We got some audience members and uh, fans of the program questions. Then we get into a little NFL. We get into a little NBA, a little MLB, and then some NCAA b-ball in my Calcutta. It's happening, guys. Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Jeez Louise, can we get it? You can come get me. I'm in the windy city, so you can come get me. I'm in the windy city. Beat, 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 kit like a Louisville slugger, and I'm pointing center field, because I've been seen this coming around the bend. Get the bands by the trend next summer, run the man. Quit playing, got a plan for my commas, huh? This shit is a breeze. Me and my ego, we think of some thieves. I got tricks up my sleeve, and I'm playing for keeps. I don't answer that no one. Season 9, episode 11, everybody, welcome to St. Patrick's Month. How'd it start? Saturday, first Saturday of the year, the Forest Park Parade happens every year. Everybody knows, everybody's on the same page. It's the absolute best. This was the first year that I realized that not everybody is on the same page. <laughs> um, on Monday. At the office. <laughs> um, I went 40 days without drinking. I don't even know if I talked about it on here because grinded silence. But And then I came back as hard as I possibly could on the first day of drinking. And I'm still super hungover. And it's the first year that I have anxiety from the parade because mm. going into it, I'm like, this is my day. I don't give a fuck. I'll right. feel however I feel the next couple of days. Right. But it's day three. I don't really feel drastically better than yeah. I did yesterday or Sunday. So I kind of feel the same. And then I realized, I was like, I'm 25 years old. Nobody at the office fucking cares right. that you're still hungover. Um, but I also learned another thing about myself that there's a difference between regular day of drinking and parade day of drinking. And it's just that parade day is me screaming Everything. <laughs> yeah. Every person I saw, even you. Yeah. Just if I saw you, scream. Pat saw yeah. Zach, scream. Zach. And then for from 2.30 to 5.30, there was about 47. Tar! <laughs> and my brother was there with his coworkers, and they were like, is this your little brother? And usually I get a good repertoire with their friends because like I'm pretty chill I know how to act around older people they're like this kid's a psychopath yeah this guy's crazy and um I'm remembering bits and pieces as it goes and it's just like those things that you remember and your hands just start clenching yeah you're like why the fuck did I do that right oh that's so. the worst I've been there every parade day up until this one every single one why is that I, I always have anxiety after parade day why don't you this time uh, because I got in touch with Earth and uh, just was like a fun guy the entire time and uh, called it pretty early. Nice. Yeah, you like that one? Oh, I love it. <laughs> do you, it's great. Do you realistically think that they can legalize mushrooms for recreational use? 
What, 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 where did you get Wait, mushrooms? Yeah, what? <laughs> I, I, this is where my brain's going from being super this hungover. Well, I was thinking, um, no, actually I, thinking about it, I should probably do more mushrooms when I go out so I don't fucking scream Tar Heels for three hours straight. Yeah. Um, but I, I, so I left and it was one of those things where when I got home, this is one of my favorite days of the year is the first Saturday of March. It's like mm-hmm. Forest Park. It's everything we've ever done ever on the first Saturday of March. And it's a great day to look forward to. And when I left early... I was like, I should want to want to be out more. Yeah. And I just wasn't. And I was very confused as to why I wasn't wanting to be there. Yeah. It was so, very strange. Back to my original question. Do you think they could legalize it for recreational use? I would love that. Because um, obviously. I, I do. Yeah. I don't know. This was just going through my head. Like, you can trip on mushrooms. And I was thinking, about, I was like, you can also be blacked out drunk. But and you can also be high as hell. Yeah. But right. like, what did they do with moderating like marijuana sales? It's very expensive for not a lot, so it would be difficult to go completely over your skis. Like, say yeah. if you're buying edibles. Yeah. Like sure. the increments that you're buying them in at the dispensary. The dispensary Come in 100 milligram increments. Sure. Back in the day, there were these nifty little thing called bang bars, and those would be 1,000 milligrams. I thought you were going to say drug dealers. <laughs> oh, well, those are pretty nifty, too. But nifty. If you didn't know what a bang bar was, and you just ate, say, half of the bar, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know who the fuck you were. Right. Yeah, so that was kind of my point about bringing it up, was like, you can't. You can't risk someone driving on mushrooms. <laughs> I was like, you also can't risk, risk someone drinking a bottle of tequila and driving. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, so yeah. I mean, damn. I mean, it's a known associated risk. Right, for sure. And just like you're not supposed to drive under any influence. Right. It's so just really another. Dumb. Right. But you're not even took, supposed to eat and drive. <laughs> technically. Yeah. That one always, that scares me the most. That, it scares me for two reasons. One, the main thing is. If I got chicken nuggets, there's no way I can use the ranch. Absolutely. that's That was the second reason. The first reason is, like, obviously you're not paying attention to the road. The second reason is, like, we've talked about this before. I love waiting until I get home to absolutely oh, yeah. enjoy and scoundrel my food. I'm, I'm closer to the same page as Cliff. I get too much sauce on every single fast food item that I order. I love sauce. And so I don't want to spill shit on myself, and I'll be more conscientious of, like, not getting sauce on my pants than the car in front of me. Yeah, right. 100%, dude. I I was eating a potbelly sandwich on my way to work because of my time management skills, and the lettuce just falls off of that, and I got, like, the oil and mustard, and I was just like, I'm going to get to work, and my pants are going to be oil, mustard, and then just picking lettuce off. Two things. Number one... Eating mushrooms is less dangerous than eating chicken nuggets is what we've come up with. Yep. While driving. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't. But. Don't get chicken nuggets. Number two, do you guys eat all the excess of your sandwich that falls off? Depends like, what falls off. Exactly. I eat everything. Really? Every, even if it's just strand pieces of lettuce, I eat it all. It, it also, it depends where I'm at mentally. Like with the meal. Am I satisfied when the last bite of the actual sandwich goes in? Or am I like. That sandwich 
wanted to make love to me so bad that I need to pick up the scraps. Yeah, and eat the wrapper. I'm just such a compulsive <laughs> eater that that's I think that's why. Yeah. It's because I don't ever think I'm gonna be full. Yeah. <laughs> I eat so fast sometimes you'd think that my food is running away from me. Yeah, and that's why that's why like I will pick up the lettuce that falls off mid chew and just throw it in there. Yeah. <laughs> and my mouth will be full of other shit that I'm still eating. Yep. Oh, it's but awful. it's like you you've already started on a bite of the sandwich and you're like, you know what would kill this bite right now? If I tossed in a chip. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, oh the crunch and uh, it's just oh magnificent. All right, enough about this. Brady's bodily bewilderment. So water goes in your ear and sound also goes in your ear. Why does sound get all the way through every time and water gets stuck? It's a liquid. Right. But liquid always fills the shape of its Fuck, this is... See, this is... (laughs) This is when one of those things where it shouldn't be a bewilderment. It's just like something that just is, you know? And And I wish I could articulate the fact of why I'm so agitated from this question. But (laughs) Because it's like sound waves, dude. It's always a perfect amount of water. It's always enough water where it gets stuck. So what if it was just a little bit of water? How come the whole fucking pool doesn't go in your ear? Because then that would mean that it went into your body, into your whole thing. Like, if you just open up your mouth, you can stop the water from going down your throat. So our ears have gag reflexes. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, all right. Yeah, exactly. I get the, what really tripped me up, and we can get into this kind of is like, what is fucking sound, man? Yeah, dude. If we really, <laughs> uh, we always say we should just smoke a shit ton and do one of these episodes, but I honestly think it would be a terrible episode. It would be awful. Sometimes when we're trying to co- like gather thoughts, we just slow down, and if we were high for it, it'd just be a whole lot of. It's just kind of that way because it is. That's what smoke. That's why smoke weeds fires because it stops those rambling thoughts. Like when I'm high, I I, when I used to get high when I was a bad kid, um, conversations would help a lot because it would stop my rambling thoughts. When I'm sitting there by myself and stoned, Mm -hmm. that's when things can go awol. Like I can just keep thinking. But when I'm having conversations, someone's there to keep me grounded. I can come up with amazing things. But when I'm high by myself, I come up with bad things. I 100% agree. That's why I always have to have a plan when I go to smoke. It's either like hanging out with people who have smoked, like that we're all doing it together. Mm -hmm. We're going to hang out. We're going to be friends, watch something. Or I need to have like a movie that I've maybe seen before, maybe not, but really excited to watch. And I can just like dive into it. Absolutely. Like be in... The actual entertaining world that is that movie. Yeah. And that's so huge for me, too, because even when I'm not high watching a movie, I'll always have my phone down because obviously I, I can't too. do two things at once. But then I have my phone down and I'm, high, I'm ultra focused. Dude, it got to the point yesterday when, like, during the day while I was just chilling because Monday's my Saturday, unfortunately. But I was on my phone watching TV with my computer in my lap. And my mind was racing. I was like, why am I getting so anxious? And then I looked at everything, and I was like, that's why. And I legit chucked my phone across the apartment. And I was like, if it broke, who cares? Like, I was getting so frustrated with myself for how much I'm just looking at my phone. 
Yeah. And, like, I'm just staring at this little fucking screen. It's so nuts. And I, like, obviously when I'm doing it, I'm either, like, on social media or I'm looking up things to, like, further myself. And, like, it's not all bad things that I'm on my phone for. Yeah. But I'm always on it. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Do you guys do you guys get your screen time reports? I don't want that negativity. No. I, I get them, but I delete it right I away. wanted it for the accountability. Like, I haven't... Uh, I haven't like set any parameters like you're on this app too much or whatever. Yeah, I'll change. <laughs> it, yeah, no, I like I way, know man. that I'm not going to change the habits, but like, just like I want to know like how much time I'm spending on it. And when you see it, it's like your your time was down 28% this week. Like that yeah. feels good. That's like the that's big fucking Apple though. They're like let's give these people a success story. Like, <laughs> diminishing how bad things are. Yeah. Like, you're doing less bad than you were, and we feel good about it. Yeah. It's so nuts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's just all throw our phones away and eat mushrooms. I really do. Like, I like I pulled it up just now to, like, look at the doc, but I have my computer, too. And, like, oh, I just fucking hate my phone sometimes, but it's so necessary. Have you ever thought about how much simpler the world was before, like, oh electricity? God, dude. dude, I was just thinking about that. It's another, it's not a bodily bewilderment, but it's a bewilderment. Old people need to shut the hell up. Because, <laughs> dude, the world has never changed this fast, this drastically. It's exponential, yeah. Every Ever. five years, it's a diff- an entirely new landscape, and you're starting to see that like rate of like rate of change in political landscapes. Like what was a commonly acceptable joke ten years ago is like completely taboo today. Right, and there is good change. There is good change, and then there's also counterproductive change, and like giving everyone and everything a platform really kind of elevates like. The stupidest. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I'm really close to buying the blue check mark. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, no, I get what it's you're interesting. Because now everyone thinks that their opinion is like crazy important. And before social media, I feel like that wasn't a big deal. And like, but look at like you have young people now who have awful problems with mental health issues. Right. Because of what they see on social media and what they think is normal. When, one, most of the time what they're seeing is completely fake. Right. Right. And it's like a sponsored product placement thing. Dude, it's a whole, it's a billion dollar app every two years that is unprecedented. That has never happened before. Yes, there's been booms and busts in industries. But there's never been something like Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok where people with no real life skills are making millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, it's nuts. It's fucking insane. And for people to try and regulate that and make, like, law, like, I get not actual laws, but, like, to live by a certain standard is impossible now. It's impossible. There's too many avenues. Right. Yep. God, we just got deep for a second. That's what happens when we go to the bewilderments, baby. <laughs> yeah, we stopped talking about the bewilderment two minutes into it. Yeah, because it's too complex, and that's okay. <laughs> um, let's get a little pop culture movies, TVs. Oh, get fucked, losers. <laughs> we got sounds. <laughs> um, I watched the first Creed. What? Yeah, so good. Dude, I watched it yesterday. No way. Are you kidding? I swear to God. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, awesome. This is Nuts fucked this. up. Nuts that, dude. First time? 
Yeah. Same. It's so good. What I the feel fuck? so left out of this old powwow. Yeah. Dude. I need you to watch it. That's and Pat, crazy. I hope you don't get angry with me about this. We could have wrote the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Good movie. Solid. Understood it. Predictable. Yeah. It's a, I shouldn't say very good. I know you get mad about that part, too. It was It was good. No, but I, Solid, s- but I saw it. it. Yeah. yeah. But if I've seen it, it's no problem. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, he, we gotta rewrite it and reproduce it. The unk is the unk. Him calling him unk the whole entire time, nine hundred and fifty yeah. times really yeah. bothered me. Yeah, I don't know why. Like rock. Yeah. Unk like rock. Rocky Balboa is the most influential name in boxing movie history. And you just took it out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so awesome too. Yeah. Such a fucking phenomenal name. And when he walks and when Rocky walks into his own restaurant, the hostess or whatever, she's like, What's up, Rock? Yeah. It's like and it's so easy. It's just right the there. end kind of like made me realize a little something about myself. I I love when movies end that way. Like and it's so seldom. Yeah. They're you can't just win every single fucking time. Right. But they that's why I thought it was so good is that they made a great movie where he loses in quotes, but you're still happy at the end of it. Right. Where it's like he was the underdog. Rather than him fighting yeah. six times in Mexico and then beating the world heavyweight champion <laughs> because he trained with Uncle Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Uncle Rock? Yeah. But um, that doesn't rock. ruin it. I mean, it's super predictable anyways. So, like, no spoilers there. You should watch it. It's good. Yeah. I'm excited for the next one. I, it's in theaters right now, isn't it? The third? The third. Yeah. I started watching the second, but then I realized that I have shit to do today, and I was like, I can't watch it too fast. Two hour movie. Yeah, and right I now. have to give myself a lot of time because sitting down and watching a movie is already a huge milestone marathon for me. Yeah. So it's like I can't d- dive deep right into the second one. I'm going to wait until I forget everything about the first one, get anxiety about what I forgot, and then watch the second one. Sure. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. Good approach. Uh, but to go back on the point of like those movies where it's not all just a happy ending. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about those. I understand that. They're way cooler. Like, of course, you can just write a happy ending. Mm -hmm. But depending on where I'm at, I'm like, just fucking give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Give me, (laughs) give it to me. Show me they win. Show me they get together. Show the makeout. Do whatever it is to give me that shot to the head. And I think they did a good job of that, of making sure that him and her got back together and figured it out. You can't have it all. Agreed. But you can. In some movies. Some movies do. In some days. Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, what was it? Um, what's the main one where, uh, why am I spacing, where he falls one yard short in the championship game? Is in real sun- life? No, last Sunday. Is it the f- the longest yard? No, 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 no. No, it's like, uh, it's with. No given Sunday or every given every Sunday. Every given Sunday, yeah. yes. Yeah, yes, sorry. where it's like everything's building up, building up, building up. And then he just is down on the one yard line, and you're like, "Wait, how much left of the movie? Is it? Do they have a timeout? What happened?" Yeah, nope, you got to be able to finish it. Yeah. But also, what they didn't have in every good Sunday, which they do have with Rocky the and Creed, is Rocky already did the great thing and came right. from nowhere and won. Yeah. It doesn't need to happen every time, but with a movie like Every Good Sunday, it's like this is one place, one year where nothing else has ever happened in this world. Agreed. You got to win. Agreed. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, it's a fun movie, and I agree. I'm going to watch the second one, but I'm going to watch it 
sooner rather than later. I'm not going to do your route. It scares me. I'm just being honest with myself. I understand. <laughs> God, I can't wait to see fucking Avatar 2. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's one where I wish I never Dude, that fucking was, saw it. That was one of Brez's best lines. Did you see the first one? Yeah, you saw it. Yeah. That was <laughs> it so literally good. is the same. Um, Any others? Brez, you watching anything good? I've fallen behind on um, The Last of Us. <laughs> me too, all the way. All the way behind. Haven't I thought started. about starting it last night. Didn't. I'm getting real close to being pressured. If you <laughs> played the game, it does the game tremendous justice. Like, it is an extremely well done show. I just have to watch it by myself because uh, my lady friend is afraid of it and doesn't like it. That's fair. So, it sounds like totally I would understandable. also be afraid of it then. Yeah. It's a I, little scary. And, like, the concept of the whole thing is pretty freaky because it's, like, fairly similar to, like, what COVID was. Mm. It's like mm. a parasitic infection, and the Sick. host takes over the body. That's yeah. why I don't watch The Simpsons makes you anymore. A, like a zombie, but it's... That's why I don't watch The Simpsons either. They predict too much stuff. After I watched tr- The Truman Show ruined my life. Dude, I saw The Truman Show <laughs> way too I, young. That's, yeah. yeah, that's why I haven't looked at it again. That's yeah. why I haven't watched... Actually, I probably should watch the movie again because, like, Brez, I think we watched it in, like, sixth grade or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, fucking a year <laughs> later, I go down to my parents after I'm watching cartoons in bed, like, hey, what's the point of all this? What are we doing here? <laughs> Who let Am I even real? <laughs> yeah. And Do you then know what helps me with that? My dad said... It's whatever you want it to be. And I said, great, I'm going to go to bed. That's the worst answer. <laughs> I bet you didn't it's sleep a wink that it's night. It's a good answer for you. It's an awful answer for me because I'm going to be like, you know what? Okay, whatever. Everything is just whatever I think it is. And everything I think it is right now is that I'm a part of the Truman Show. <laughs> but what helps me with that is that like, I'm like, don't be a narcissist. There's no way they would make a world just for you. <laughs> and if they did, why can't I win awesome. a bet? <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm why is everything so bad all the time? Yeah. I'm Let so boring. This shit would have been canceled years ago. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's not like the most exciting person either. You know what? We're not doing this. Um, you watch anything else? No, no. Um, I've been thinking about starting a lot of things, but not great radio to talk about it. Cool. Let's do some would you rathers. Anybody got one? Yeah. Um, would you rather win the lottery? It's $100 million right now, after taxes, all that stuff. Or work really hard for 10 years and build generational wealth. I've been having a real tough time with this lately. Like, even today, I was actually texting Hannah about this, like, just about money and yeah. freaking out about it. This is so weird that you brought this up. And so weird that you watched Creed. Yeah. <laughs> it's Truman Show. <laughs> this is good. Um, I'm still going to give you the answer because I still believe this in myself and instill this into who I want to be for the rest of my life. Right. Is working 10 years and build something because I was still under the impression that the people win the lottery aren't happy. (laughs) I know. I actually think you're right. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) It gets me through my day. (laughs) It's kind of hard to swallow that and be like, I should just be happy for people who win the lottery. I'm not. Nope. Not at all. (laughs) Why should I be happy that you were just given money? Yeah. Like, I wanted to be given money. Here's the thing, though. 100 million, if managed properly, is generational wealth. So it's like generational wealth after 10 years or just generational wealth now. Right. Yeah, but I'm being honest with myself today. I wouldn't build anything with that 100 million. I would blow it all. Dude, I think you'd have to... 
I shouldn't say this, but it would take real dedication to blow through $100 million as fast as you're thinking in your head. How fast do you think you could do it? I don't know about the timetable of how fast I could do it, but I like I have low self discipline, very low. Same. So even when I was playing, the slots why would earlier. I think? Why would I tell myself that that's going to change? Well, then you should probably take it because if you're not working, <laughs> right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I'm going to take it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it a hundred times over. Uh, it's not to say that I don't want to work really hard for 10 years and build generational wealth. It's just saying, like, give me some help. Yeah, you but know? it would be cool to work for 10 years really hard on something you're really passionate about and have $100 million to continue right. pursuing what you're passionate I'm about. I'm going to be a dickhead. If you know that working 10 years very hard is going to turn out well, you're going to work hard. Like, if you know what's at the end of the tunnel, you're going to run faster through that tunnel. 100%. But so, give me $100 million, you know? Yeah, right. I understand that aspect, yeah. too. But it's like, it's not hard to work hard if you know what's going to happen. Right. It's hard to work hard when, when you, you don't have know. the mystery yeah. of, is this all going to work out? Right. I guess in the would you rather, the 10 years. I know, that's why I shouldn't have brought it up. Like, thirty-eight. I'm 38 years old, and I got generational wealth along the way. Hopefully had some fun. Cool. My big thing lately is just like thinking about what I'm going to leave when I'm gone. And I would rather have my kids know that I worked hard and built something rather than just got lucky one day. you, dude. (laughs) You asked the question. Suck my (laughs) cock and balls, dude. That's such a prick prick answer. Fuck you, dude. I just don't want my kids to be like the people that I've not liked my whole entire life that have just been given everything and are just like, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> I was, oh, I was going to make a bad joke. Say it. Uh, this is my 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Season 9, episode 11. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. All right, enough. Final answer. Never mind, I don't want it. <laughs> Give me saying, the money. Does I'm it gonna, make you a bad person I'm not for taking, answering you, you a know what? I'm not, question? I'm not taking either route. You know, I'm going to sit stationary like I have been and hope for the fucking best. Oh, man, $100 million is so much money. Yeah. Good uh, question. Thank you. Uh, before we get to audience questions, uh, Brez, you said you had a would you rather, and then we'll do um, one of my questions and we'll get to it. It kind of goes into locker room talk. So, would you rather never have to deal with, like, man trimming and have body hair everywhere, but, like, the kits and caboodles, yeah, always pristine, mm. or Dude. never get body hair anywhere mm-hmm. and never have to worry about it, and that includes back hair or, yep. like, facial hair that you don't want. If you want facial hair, you could have it. Okay. But then your pubes look like Osama bin Laden's beard. Mm. Mm. This is tough. I don't know how far I want to go into this. Um, Having a significant other makes it a little bit easier on yourself with the whole self-trim thing, even though I'm waiting until marriage anyways. Um, But, like, a, a huge bush, like... (laughs) (laughs) that no way there's no way 
it's, it's, it's suffocating. It it is it's itchy. It's disgusting. It's not even about your significant other. Yeah, I do I'm, shower in public places every <laughs> now and then, and I do think about what every single person in there is thinking about. And even though I do put my underwear on in a split second, if it was Olympic sport, I'd have the gold. <laughs> it'd still be bulging out of your underwear. Oh, and yeah. People know where your pee is supposed to start. <laughs> and it's not on your hip, on the yeah. top of your torso. So let me ask. the taintage. Can I, can I ask? Oh, forgot about the Can bottle. I ask a clarifying question? <laughs> yes. Does, if I choose the uh, clean kitten caboodle, does that mean every other surface of my body grows exponentials to where I almost not look like, like out a of control, but you'll have back hair. So it'll just be enhanced of what I have, right? Like just you're more. wearing a sweater. Okay. Um, I have to go that. Yeah, I think so too. Really? Dude, a downstairs fro is just it's impossible. Not, and a downstairs fro rapidly. is a no go. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's it. That's, that's okay. the answer. Good question, though. Yeah. I I don't know. I might take the bush. You can't. <laughs> Granted, I don't grow body hair. Yeah. So so it's like, would you rather just live how you are right now, but have a giant bush? <laughs> <laughs> I want the bush. <laughs> oh god. Oh uh, yeah. I guess it was a shittier question. A better 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 in my head than in <laughs> no, execution. It was, it was we good. Had a good conversation about it. It was good. It was good. Um, all right, let's get to... I have, an, I have an other comment before we get to those. Yeah. I am going to a three-year-old birthday party on Saturday. It's going to be a drastic change from my previous Saturday, and I'll let you guys all know how it goes. I'm excited. Yeah. Can I give you a little tip? Yep. Bring poppers and give them to all the kids without any of the other adults knowing. <sighs> oh, the... No, the ones where you pull it and confetti shoots out. Oh, those are crazy. Everyone will love you. That's No, they won't. <laughs> it would be like, so funny. The kids though. will love me. Yes. That's all that matters. Exactly. Fun Uncle Brady. Funkle, drunkle. <laughs> Anybody want some mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him mushrooms and poppers. He'll be fine for hours. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> it right. was just a little tincture. Yeah. All right, let's get into some questions from the fans. Dude, imagine three-year-olds on mushrooms. Having an existential crisis before they know who they are. (laughs) All right, let's let's keep it moving, fellas. Sorry, go ahead. Um, All right, first question comes from Charlie Conley. Hey, Charlie. Is this the year Jose Ramirez finally wins AL MVP? Congratulations to Charlie Conley also. No. Recently engaged. Oh, shit, really? Mm -hmm. Congratulations, Charlie. Congrats, Charlie. What was the question? Um, is this the year? Is this finally the year that Jose Ramirez wins AL MVP? No. no, no, and here's why: he publicly came out and said that he hated the pitch clock and that he's not going to change his batting routine. Yeah, and also he's like not even the best third baseman. Who As, is then? Manny Machado, Norlin Arenado. Okay, I would say both J Ram is both in the NL. better than. Yeah, but like not even the best third baseman in MLB. Yeah, no. How are you going to win? Sorry. Machado has a case, but I think Jose Ramirez is easily the best third baseman in baseball. At least like from a fantasy perspective. The reason I don't think he does is solely based on the fact how has he not already and that I think the Guardians have to have a dip down. That's Uh, the only reason. Yeah. They've been so like, 
I guess I don't know. They're maybe the youngest for, team in baseball. Maybe though. for baseball writers, people who know more about baseball than I do, they're not surprising. But they're they've been surprising for the past since the fucking World Series. And all he does is hit three hundred. It's just the Cleveland Guardians are. Not, I mean, baseball in general is underappreciated on right. major outlets, and the Cleveland Guardians aren't going to get more. Right. Here's the thing, though. With we're going to talk about this later with the rule changes. He is one of the only people in baseball where it's inside of the realm of possibility to go 40 and 40. Yeah. He already stole like 28 bases last year with, with the current rules mm-hmm. or with the old rules. Now, if they can only throw to like pick him off twice, yeah, he can be halfway to second base before the pitch is even thrown. Yeah. yeah but then you got to think about the process of stealing bases is much shorter. Yeah. Oh in yeah. It's pitches. highly situational. But he's going to be pressing the issue every time he's on first base. This is bringing me to another point. We'll talk about the rule. Okay, keep going. Sorry. But, like, if if he's pressing the issue and they throw over two times right away, it opens the door for him to steal every time he's on first base. I thought you said he didn't like the rule, so. Yeah. Oh, he hates the timing rule. That's a different rule. So he's got to get on base. He's got to get on base. So if he doesn't like the timing rule. Here's the thing is, he's a switch hitter that hits 300 every year. Like you said, he's not Yoan Moncada who can't hit lefty, but they make him hit lefty. Yeah. And like he can hit home runs. He has hit him in volume, high batting average, really high on base percentage because he's got an amazing plate discipline and he can still steal bases. That's crazy. And he plays the hot corner even crazier. Like if, it, like, if you look at positions in baseball where they're elite offensively and defensively, third baseman and second base by far fall off the bat. Right, but he's been a statistical and physical anomaly to the game and still hasn't won it yet. Yeah, I don't think it. If I don't think it's going to happen he's now. He's just been consistently saying. great. I I agree. That's I don't, what I mean. I don't think. Like, he what will. more can he do though? Is all is kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't yeah. think the Guardians can take another step up. I don't know how he takes another step up. Heard. Yeah. All, all right. right. Fair enough. Um, next question. Alex Nickelbein says thoughts on a possible expansion of the NCAA tournament. No. I'm going to guess, regardless of whatever sport he's talking about. No. If football... Football, yes. Yes. No. Always more football. No. Basketball, no. Basketball, absolutely not. There's already 64 teams. I almost didn't have a problem with the two best teams in college football. Now, the four, I still... I love it, and I wouldn't want to go back, but... Have we had bad games We're yet? Have we had a bad forward. playoff yet? It's have, going to eight teams. I know, but I'm saying, like... Have we had a bad four-team playoff? I don't think so. I don't think teams that didn't get in are have shown that they would have beat other teams. Like, maybe Alabama this year, but they still lost to Georgia. I'm going to say something that may jeopardize my ride home. <laughs> Notre Dame shit the bed twice when it was in the playoff. Of course they did, but was it an entertaining game? Kind of no. Well, like the one the year they beat- doesn't count. He got catfish, dude. You that is not written in the rules or regulations anywhere. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No catfishing. No catfishing. No catfishing. That's a better game. But didn't like his own family member catfish him? I guess I gotta shut up because TCU lost by sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think the previous four years were amazing. Yeah. No. Like. The Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State years, when all three of them have been in, 
Yeah. Have always been really interesting. Final answer, yes or no? Yes. No. Maybe. Cool. Not for NCAA. <clears throat> Not Don't for, ever change that. Not for basketball. For football, I could be in on it. Yeah. Um, next comes from Gabby. Can you please not bring Mitch back? You got it. Next. <laughs> where Ryan asks, where do babies come from? Um, storks. Next. Um, Joe asks, locker room after a W. How rowdy is too rowdy and how weird is too weird? There is no such thing. It depends on the level of W. Well, if you start helicoptering with no hands in front of the team, that's pretty fucking weird. Unless you just won, like, an Olympic gold. Yeah. I'm thinking about all my coaches and the coach that I'm going to be. Unless it's the championship, you don't get rowdy in the fucking locker room. Oh, that fuck I agree you. with. Fuck you. You could, you could be hyped up, but, but you gotta you're know not celebrating to be shit. I've never been on a team that's went overboard for, like, a semifinal win. You've also hey. never had a Bears team that beat the Packers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I would hope that they get rowdy in the locker room after that. Yeah, hey, but when, how you're, rowdy when you're is stepping onto the court. How rowdy is too rowdy for that? Would be popping champagne or, like, flexing too hard. But if you're, like, fucking amped in your fucking headbutton lockers, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, think about it, though. Like, when they had the dub club or what, what did they call it? Club the, dub. Club dub. That was, like, the perfect amount. Yeah. And they did excessive amount. So, you're perfectly on right there is, like, champagne. Yeah. When you get home from work, do you celebrate when you're, like, I'm done with work, I got my job done? Yeah, but, like, I celebrate when I get in the car, like, right in the parking lot. That's the level of celebration if it's not a championship. You're there to do your fucking job. No, but the NFL's tough because I loved Club Dub. Like, I loved the dancing yeah. and the hyped up and all that. And, and the NCAA tournament when the coaches part of walk me, in and they start dancing. I do think it's a little different in football just because of how few games you play. Right. But if it's the MLB, the NBA college basketball basically any college sport that's also not football if you're celebrating like club dub after like a routine conference win go yeah. fuck yourself pat i guess you hit it right on the head champagne yeah. is the ultimate excessiveness yeah um curtain asks has brady returned from his darkness retreat and made a decision on his softball career <laughs> I've made the, the comment so clear that i will not be returning to um 16 inch softball why? <laughs> wow. It's because I don't have the time. Fair enough. Cool. Sorry, Curtin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I see him at Lifetime every now and then. He's like, "You coming?" I'm like, "Just no, no." And he knows that I'm the worst person in the world to do that to, too, because I yeah. feel bad every single time, even though I'm doing it for my own happiness. <laughs> and it's also not that big of a deal, and I make it one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my buddy Cleveland asks, "What type of beard oil do I use?" And uh, I've been out for a while, but Jack Black's. Um, it starts with C and ends with U M. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, oh fuck! Shoot! That shoot! Is the best way to do it. Um, that's why I got all these. Con- Connor Flynn asks, "Big hockey guys, will Kanan or Panarin score more goals in the playoffs? And how wide is your penis? <laughs> At least an inch and a half wide, maybe two on a good day. <laughs> For every goal, our Demi Panarin in the playoffs." Minus an inch off of 10 on the wideness of my dick. So, we start with 10. If they score eight goals, my wideness of my penis is two inches. Hopefully, they score 11. 
My cock looks like a hockey puck. If oh they score God. ten, Sideways. if they score nine on the dot, that's the accurate answer. <laughs> um, all right, that's that's uh, geez, Louise. Um, okay. Um, all right, what's the easiest way to get into watching sports and knowing names? Uh, just playing fantasy. Yes. Anything. That's, yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's, also, that's the answer. It's, that's, I don't feel like it's a scary fraternity to um, ask questions. Come into because, like, you know how you're doing your pottery class? Yeah. That would be a little bit scary because pottery people are like either are one, different really animal. good, or two. Yeah. You coming into a world of a lot of dumb people, yeah. you'll be fine. Very and true. most people who play fantasy sports are dumb and they give you like a rankings before. And the skill level is as low as you could possibly be in anything that people think their skill involved in. Yeah. And it just gives you a deep dive into, okay, this guy is scoring points because he's doing this. Yeah. Or Ooh, this would actually be a really good start is fill out a bracket. Fill in a bracket and fantasy. Any way to like get into something slight when it's gambling. Cause like fantasy put up $50 and then, 17 weeks later, maybe you have a 1,000. Yeah. And I I don't know. It's so tough. I watch every single sport. I would say pick a sport, but. Yeah. yeah w- it depends on the sport you want to get into. Like fantasy baseball, that's too much work. Yeah. You will yeah. hate baseball if yeah. you're not a sports fan and you do fantasy baseball. Yeah. Especially if it's a daily league, you're going to hate it. Yeah. If it's football, like get yourself into football by playing fantasy. Also, follow the leagues. Like, follow MLB, follow NBA, follow NFL, because they post some good stuff. And then also follow, like, the weird fucking things that, like, hurdles. They post great shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, follow the weird things. House of Highlights is, like, annoying. Yeah. But they post good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And just, it sucks, but go to Twitter and unfollow everybody you have now and just follow ESPN, Bleacher Report, Barstool. And you'll you'll get all sports. Washed up ink. Exactly. Yeah. Good self-promotion there, guys. Um, that's That's going to do it for – actually, we got one more that's going to rile up the fellas. Um, Ian asks, uh, do the Cubs have a chance to win more games than the Sox this year? Yes. I would say yeah. there's, there's a chance for sure. Um, do you know their biggest rival this year? The fucking sun. Have you seen how white their team is? Yeah. <laughs> they better be fucking sponsored by Banana Boat. <laughs> I mean – your guys' biggest enemy is yourselves, so it's... Yeah, and you know what? God damn it, do we... Who, the biggest did enemy... Did score? Nice. First basket. Did you do um, first basket? Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, was 20. it another? No. I, I just have Barstool. No, uh, no, was it, did, was it a layup? Yeah. Oh, I should have bet layup. Oh, shit, my bad. No, it's okay. Um, <coughs> What were we talking about? Oh, the Cubs winning more games than the White Sox. This is why I get so angry, and, I, and I'm not angry at YouTube because we need this for the camaraderie, but, like, and you guys are both will say things on here that I know you don't mean just trying to rile me up, but, like, don't, just don't sleep on us thing, and I know you guys are going to continue to do that. But <laughs> I'm, o- I'm way over all of that. Like, I'm, I am sleeping hard as fuck on the White Sox. Just, and I may, I may look dumb. Too. Yeah, you you're, and everyone I, else in the world. I, Stop sleeping. Bro. I think there's a way higher probability that you guys regret not sleeping on yourselves. Dude, it's crazy. Than me. And I think in situations where the Cubs have nothing to lose, I like those odds better than anything. 
Tyrese Maxey just scored the first points. Yeah, How is it already six, to, six five. to five? NBA, baby. That's insane. That shouldn't be. Okay, whatever. Here's the thing. <clears throat> you look at regression analysis, which is like great for, it's perfect for baseball because of how many games they play, how many at-bats everybody has. Do you mind if I cut you off real quick? <laughs> Do you want to bet? Do you want to bet? No, and that's why I can no, say like, yes. Right. That's the only question. I was like, uh, should we have a bet on here? Yeah, if you give me plus 500 odds. Oh. How about a wax bet? Ooh. How about plus 500 odds? I feel like that's so I gotta 500 give you odds. That wouldn't even, that, like the book wouldn't even give you that odds. It okay. would probably be 250 at most. Uh, yeah, I'll take the 500 odds. I'll get, I'll take. Okay, so. $10. <laughs> if, if the Sox win more games than the Cubs, you win $10. If they don't, you owe me 50 all right, so we're going to the salon if Brady wins at the end of the season, and they're like, "Hey, how much Jerry. was a te- how much how much surface area of my body can I get waxed for ten dollars?" Brady, you're getting a bikini wax if it's fifty. I'll do the wax. I'd do a wax. I so we'll do if dude, you got to think about. It. There's 162 games. Say the Sox are supposed to be better than the Cubs. Say the Sox win by one game. Uh huh. That's where I get the 500 odds from. It's such a long season. Oh, so you want to spread, so. No, no, I don't even want to spread. I'm just saying it's such a long season in so many games. Like, so much shit can happen if it came down to it. Like, if it was one-on-one in a in a series, yeah. then the odds would be lower. But yeah. since it's such a long season, the odds have to be higher. Sure. Short but answer is. the Cubs is... also play, I mean, we both play in easy divisions, but I do think. Now you're making excuses. Who's no, I'm, win not, more games? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just basing it off on who's going to win more games and expectations. I think the Sox are supposed to win a couple more games than the, than the Cubs. But then I'm doing it in probability and how many possibilities there are. There's 162 fucking possibilities. Here's my only bugaboo. Here, I agree with you. The reason I agree with you is because who the fuck is on the Cubs pitching staff? If you guys have some breakout pitchers, like Rowan Wick or uh, what was the Who's name of the kid? Your pitching staff. Dylan Cease. Awesome. Michael Kopech. Who is he going to be? Is he going to give you seven innings? Is he going to give you three innings? Is he going to be there? Is he? Is his Michael girlfriend, Clevenger is, is not getting suspended. Okay. Lance Lynn. Yes, we have a much more formidable pitching staff. Yes, you do. We should win more games. I agree with you in that. But uh, it's like the pitching staff isn't what I'm worried so, about. So, Ian, to answer your question, <laughs> there is a chance. Cool. <laughs> Let's move on. Good combo. Yeah, real but good. Brady's getting his butthole waxed <laughs> if the Sox right, win more you games. You just don't get it. <laughs> we'll figure out a bet for Cub Sox before the season starts for sure. It's uh, hair removal. <laughs> All right, let's get into some football. Football, football, football. 431. No way. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Heat, 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 hut. Um, Let's start with right. the draft since it's on the, it's a, happening this weekend. Start the draft. Let's start with the draft. Oh yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. talk about a little other NFL stuff, but I want to start with the draft because the combine was this weekend. Yeah, it was. I want to start off by saying same statement as every other week. I fucking double dog dare the Bears to trade Justin Fields. I know it's like ninety nine percent out of the cards, and they're coming out and saying that the pick is going to be moved. But I don't know why it isn't a hundred percent out of the cards, mm. and how there's still even a little bit of speculation. I you know why it's love, not out of the cards. I love how you just haven't wavered on this one take. Yeah, where it's, it's like you just don't get it, and yeah. it's fine, and it's very lovable. 
I think why I haven't wavered is because I do get it. When I do waver, it's because I get new information uh, from yeah, people yeah. who know what the fuck they're talking right. about. Right, and you just want you want the reverse psychology aspect of it to still be in play. And my first pick at quarterbacks the day I was born was Tom Brady. I have a hundred and thousand ten percent success rate picking quarterbacks. And if so, if I'm picking Justin Fields, you should be picking Justin Fields. I pick Justin Fields. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Anthony mother freaking Richardson. I told you guys, it's not about the accuracy. It's just about how you look throwing the football where the football goes. The camera doesn't need to pick that up. (laughs) They are all falling in love and drooling over this guy, which only helps the bears. It makes that pick more and more valuable. He's the most athletic specimen ever. The third highest graded athlete in the history of the NFL combine. Yeah, and we should yada, take him. Yada, 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 We should take him over Justin Fields. Say it again. We should take him over Justin Fields. Swear to God that you mean that. I don't mean it. I can't. Why'd you put Nobody me on the spot? Nobody means it. Because I don't want to get angry. And you want me to get angry. No, no. I want all the scouts that are obviously oh listening to us God. to be like, oh, shoot, that guy thinks that they're going to trade Justin Fields. God, you're starting to learn me more and more every day, and every I'm day. starting not to like it at all. Because <laughs> I was like, he heard me say, I don't like when they say, don't sleep on us, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just kept saying it. But um, the, uh, let's the thing is, like, in the right scenario, like, if he fell to the fifth overall pick and the Seahawks picked him after just extending Geno Smith, yeah, Anthony Richardson could be really good. If he if he sat behind for two Smith, years yeah. and just learned the system, I don't and they were, so. like, hands-on, nope. like, you're an idiot. You have to accept that you're an idiot. Yeah. Here's how you're going to play quarterback. Here's how you're going to read defenses. Is yeah. by following Geno Smith. What did Geno get? Nothing. No, I'm saying no, like, what Gino it was. actually his... was objectively a good decision. I maker. agree. I agree. What did what was his contract? Hundred something million. Hundred and five million, which is like low ball for quarterback. If the money Seahawks right now. draft Anthony Richardson. After doing that, I will. They blo- have two I, first round picks. I will blow you. <laughs> I don't even think he's going to last to the fifth overall pick. I'm just saying, if that happens. I'll get my asshole waxed if the Cubs lose more games than the Sox. Oh, show me them cheeks, brother. And I will blow you. Well, don't do that. I don't really, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> Buy me a case of beer or something. I'll I will give you a blowout is what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. Obviously, I'm not going to give you sexual favors, I, Matthew. Every time I think of Geno Smith, I just remember putting Brez in a body bag about that Seahawks 49ers game. Yeah, what an idiot. Geno Tyler Smith. Tyler freaking Lockett, the X Factor. <laughs> and who followed him? Dummy right here. Yeah, I, I yeah, I wear that one. That's almost <laughs> as bad as my David Nwaba take. I got to stop <laughs> thinking that telling people that you'll blow them is just kind of like a thing that people do <laughs> yeah, you got, yeah you gotta quit that dude you're not in a f- sorority fraternity you know you're yeah, not you're in greek it. life um carter from georgia what's his first name jalen yeah yeah that, biggest idiot ever i i well, see no, what we've got john there. morant stuff now and i want we're gonna talk about that at least john morant wasn't with three people that died how here's the thing though is this just coming up right now Legally speaking, this is this is exactly what I think happened. The crash happened. Jalen Carter is fine. He pulls off the side of the road before all of like the authorities and everything are there. He calls the dedicated Georgia Fall guy. Mm-hmm. That's insane. I want to be that guy. Keep going. The, trust me. There's that guy for like oh, all I know. of these I know. people. Hey, 
I'm a little fucked up right now. They just got in a bad accident. What do I do? That guy on the phone told him, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah, because now he can't be nabbed for drunk driving. He came back as a concerned friend. And yeah, but let's just throw all the legal out of it because this is what we do here. We are opinionated, speculative podcast. No, I'm just saying, like, I, un- I understand he's not going to get in any made trouble. A good decision. I think as we fucked up as it looks. I think we all understand he's not going to get in any trouble. You're racing a teammate who is drunk, and you know that they're drunk, and then you're street racing, and you know that is wrong. What is the red flag? Like, we're talking about excessive celebration. What is the excessive action that will take you down draft boards? How, like, that. I don't I don't think he is. I don't think he's dropping. Yeah, I know, but, like, it should. I, that's what I thought there would be, like, <laughs> yeah. do you, Brandon, like, do you want Brandon Miller assisted one, in a fucking murder, the, and he's playing. No, actually, he's completely vindicated. I like. I don't I, care about the legal system, Brez. What do you think actually happened? If I had a gun to your head, here's why he will fall what down. What would you say boards. happened? It's really good when you guys cut each other off every time a sentence starts. Yeah, it's I'm good. gonna keep doing it if you don't start listening to me. Oh, I am listening. <laughs> what if you had a gun to your head, and someone's like, "What happened in the Brandon Miller story? What do you think happened?" He brought the person his property. You must be on his defense team. Keep going. <laughs> um, Jalen Carter, the biggest knock on him potentially is like a character fit and whether he's like all in on football. And it was before this too. Yeah. That's like been like the only, eh, like about him. Yeah, I know. And this I'm- is what's validating everyone who had that modicum of doubt is like, all right. If he's willing to let his own, like, two of his best friends fucking die. Right. What does he care about? I know him, but he's still not falling. Because of, like, how good he is. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm going to go back to the actual fan that I am and stop trying to act like a goody two-shoes. This dude must be the best ever. No, (laughs) he's not, though. I know, but they have to think so. It's the, the class is... Shitty on like in terms of like elite talent at the position. I got a brain blast. Like it, it's not that good. Like the second, third, and fourth guy behind him, yeah, they are second, third, and fourth clearly. But the the trade off isn't nearly as big as it is. It's not like you're moving from Peyton Manning to Ryan Leaf. Yeah, I just had a brain blast. What's your brain blast? Ryan Poles and me are going to be best friends. He's not holding out on a quarterback for number one. They're going to try and trade up and get this kid number one. <laughs> Jalen Carter? Yeah. So the Colts are going to trade up to get Jalen Carter. He can play quarterback, I guess. That's a big body he, Bugatti. He, this kid has to be able to do it all. Like There has to be a certain point, especially in 2023, that these guys go into a meeting and they're talking about what are we willing to get sacrifice as our image to be better at football? Do you not, do you think they're just not having those conversations? Right. Or do you, are we really under the impression? I kind of am that owners are this big of a pieces of shit. Right. I would say, like if I was in the room, I'd be like, I don't really want this guy. Yeah. Like we can. I don't do trust something. this guy right. at a minimum. Right. You like, and we're about to give him generational wealth, and you're an owner. I don't want to give him that money right. because I don't trust him. So why would? 
Why is he not falling down boards? He is definitely That's falling what, down draft boards. He has to be. It's the same thing as Laramie Tunsil. All he did was smoke a fucking mask bong. There were no deaths involved in that, and he fell 20 picks. Yeah, he must have not been that good, and he's proven that he isn't he's like pretty this. He's good. good. He's good, but he's probably drafted where he's supposed to be. But don't downplay all he did was smoke out of a thing. <laughs> he smoked a gas mask while filming, filming himself. And they're talking about it on PMT. I know no free ads, but this was just so great. You know that it's not your first time smoking if you're smoking on a gas mask. For sure. You had to go. It's fucking weed. You smoked so much that you had to find a crazy alternative. <laughs> all I want to inhale is smoke. Yeah. I want like I want carbon dioxide poisoning. Yeah, no, it's stupid, but at least there weren't dead bodies involved of I like agree. other highly We're all agreeing on the same thing. talented individuals. That is where like, okay, I actually don't want him on my team. If he ends right. up being great, cool. Yeah, he right. could be great on another team. Let somebody I don't have want those him on my hands. I agree. Um speak going back to our pick, I want everything for this pick. I'm seeing a lot of like uh this year's fourth pick, next year's first round, and the third round. And I get it. That's a lot for people who can think about the future. Right. I want it all right now. I, I want, want a player too. Yeah. I want. A, I, want I want two tradebacks. Can... Sorry. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> he really wants them. <laughs> yeah. I just want somebody that plays right away. Me too. Somebody offense defense doesn't matter. Give us somebody that's good to start next season. Why aren't that's we talking? It. Sorry. Why aren't we talking to the Rams more? Why don't we go get Aaron Donald? They need a quarterback. Aaron Donald might retire if we trade. Him. I don't care. How cool would it be to have him for a year? I mean, this is also why I'm not in the owner meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Had Khalil Mack for a year, too. He's coming back. Yeah. Actually, he might. Yeah. He might be a cap casualty. I'll take Cooper Cup. Oh, my God. Give me... Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, you can have the pick. We don't even need another <laughs> yeah. one. We have Justin here's Fields the, and Cooper Cup. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, we could trade back with the Texans for the second overall pick. Mm -hmm. For that, I would take, like, the number two and next year's second. Brandon Cooks. Oh, what And maybe Brandon Cooks if they're trying to shed cap. But here's the thing. What does that do? Oh, shit. Your division rival, the Colts, wanted that first pick. I love where you're going with this. Where That ups the stakes immediately. They have to reformat every offer now for the second pick. Yeah, I love it. I love and then you can going. trade back again. And so you have two more draft picks, two first-round picks, or one second-round pick next year. And then you have the Colts' first-round pick this year, the Colts' first-round pick next year, maybe a second-round pick in 2025. And the Texans. Yeah. And yeah, the dude, Texans. We're about to find out so much about Ryan Poles, man. So how do we? How does this all land us Justin Jefferson? <laughs> we just keep trading back <laughs> till we get to the Vikings. <laughs> no, here's the thing. is like you accumulate draft capital. When you have three first-round picks, you can trade two first-round picks and get an elite talent at any position in the field. Yeah. And not worry about it because you got a third. So, so far we have 
five first-round picks for the next six years. Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald. If Ryan Poles doesn't pull this off, he's got to change his last name because he's not pulling anything. <laughs> he's not pulling anything. Um, staying on the Bears for a second, is the move to Arlington official? Yes. That is phenomenal news. Yeah, and it's, you know why it's also phenomenal news? Gives jobs to people. It gives jobs to a lot of people, but it also mitigates some of the McCaskey's ownership shares. Yeah. Let's go. Fuck them. <laughs> I hate well, all of them. Well, don't actually fuck them. You know when you it's pick gross. up one thing in your room and you're like, fuck it, I'll just clean up the whole thing? Yeah. That's kind of how I hope this goes. The move forces them to be like, all right, well, let's just sell now then. Yeah. It, it, in a way, they turn on a light in like a really dark room and it's just Virginia, just like... <laughs> The thing is, as soon as that heart stops beating, <laughs> as soon as that heart stops beating. We're like, not getting into the death again. I'm just saying. That's, that's I know it's true. It's over a 500 million cash bill. You think they got 500 million liquid cash? You know who is going to have 500 million sooner or later? Daniel Dimes. Oh, yeah. His salary next year is $40 million. And let me pull up the picture. Yes, Four all, years, 160 mil. And they're all on rookie contracts. I get it. Shut up. But just, this blew my mind. $40 million to Danny Dimes next year annual salary. That is more than Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Tua, and Jalen Hurts combined at $33.5 million. That's why it's so important to build around rookie quarterback contracts. Yep. At, but this is going to shake up everything. If Danny Dimes is getting forty million, I don't care what the Giants think of him. The other thirty, what is it? Thirty? The other twenty nine teams? You're yeah. looking at dollar amounts and not cap percentages. It doesn't. It does matter a little bit with that, and you can get into that in a second. But the other twenty nine teams are looking at it like you. It doesn't matter how much you believe in Danny Dimes. Statistically wise, they look at that and they look at forty million and they're like, oh shit. What am I going to have to get give to get an Aaron Rodgers, a Lamar Jackson, uh, Justin Herbert potentially in a couple of years? Speaking of Aaron Rodgers. But, like, what what do you eventually – what is the – how much money do they fucking have? This – oh, man, you are paralleling into two awesome things. Thank you. One, Aaron Rodgers. The Jets wouldn't be meeting with him in person right now if they didn't already have a deal in place with the Packers. Right. The reason that they are meeting with him is probably to see if they can get a three-year commitment out of him mm. and say, I'm not going to retire next year. Right. That's uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the only legal way that they could be, be such communicating with them. Fan. So the, the rest deal is, is already done in the career arc of Aaron Rodgers becoming Brett Favre. Aaron, yeah, Brett Favre is amazing. I can't wait to see which Jets reporter gets a dick pic sent to him. I hope it's <laughs> Samini because that guy's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, other thing, Lamar Jackson, what happened with the Ravens today? They issued a franchise tag and a like a non-compete tender, basically. But not the exclusive tag, right? Yeah, non-exclusive. That's not non-compete. Non-exclusive. You were right. What that means is any team can go talk to him about setting up a contract. And the Ravens have the first right of refusal. So if the Ravens or if the Falcons offered him 
the contract that he wanted, they would get a compensatory first-round pick in the Ravens' first overall pick. And now they're all sketchy about it. Every team that needs a quarterback is automatically out right now. The Panthers said they're out. The Redskins said they're out. Or the Commanders said they're out. The Falcons are now out. The Raiders are out. Oh, shit. That smells like collusion. Yeah. That might lead to a lockout. Damn, The NFLPA is going to be fucking mad. Dude, we talked about this last week and how much the owners and agents get along and how much they want to work with each other, and this just furthers that point. Exactly. Damn. You might get, like, a hard lockout this year. That is spicy as fuck, and the racism talk in the NFL is going to go through the roof. A hundred percent. And it should. I agree. It's bullshit. I get where Lamar is coming from. He just saw a guy who literally has 30-plus sexual assault charges get 250 M's guaranteed. He just saw Daniel Jones get 40 for a year. So what? Whatever it was, 120. He wants 250. But the thing is, he has an MVP. Does Deshaun Watson have an MVP? And did you see the shit that came out? They did it for the first year, like ranked facilities and coaching staffs, and the Ravens strength coach got an F minus or whatever. Yeah, they and were 32 like, out of 32. Everyone's like, okay, we don't want to sign Lamar because he's always hurt. Well, he's always hurt because the Ravens. Right. Dude, w- this is going to be fucking nuts. It's it's really bad look for the league. Yeah. Here's why it's kind of like initially why I thought it was bad for the Bears. Well, if one of the teams that really wants to trade up for a quarterback just goes and signs Lamar, well, fuck it. Like, what if the Jets... See, now that's the Jets' playbook. If they don't get the deal that they want with Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't commit to them, they already have two first-round picks in this year's draft. It's this year and next year that they would have to give up picks for. They would still have a first-round pick this year. They already have Garrett Wilson. So they would go get Lamar. Yeah. But they're not not one of the teams where, like... Too aggressively on. We're more on the Texans and the Colts. Texans, Colts, Raiders, Panthers right. are like the Bears' potential trade partners. Okay. Yeah, I mean, things are going to get spicy. Stay tuned. It's going to be fun. Saquon just got franchise tag, too. Yeah. After they signed Danny Dimes. I feel so bad for Saquon because, like, if he gets hurt at all, he's missing out on, like, $80 million. Yeah. One hundred percent. Any more NFL? Nope. Okay. Chain net. Oh, Did you for, like that? for hoops, dude. For hoops. Uh, Can't wait till you guys hear the baseball one. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, kind of flew under the radar. I don't know how because I love him so much. Kevin Durant is on Suns. Didn't fly under the radar. No, yeah. we didn't talk about it. Oh, on here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Katie's on the Suns and. Uh, Scores 23 in his first game with him, and then scores 20 the next night against us. And then he had about, like, 35 against uh, the Mavs. Yeah, and I was – so me and Buddy from work have been trying to – actually, Chef Charles, music. um, We've been trying to bankrupt FanDuel for a couple months now. Still working, still clawing away. And he was like, there's no way Kevin Durant doesn't get 20 points. And I was like, first game back? And we couldn't get a bet in on time. He got 23. Yeah. He's still Kevin Durant, one of the best shooters to ever touch a basketball. It's so nuts 
and makes me so angry because they are just an astronomically better version of what the Bulls are trying to be with DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. And you see two guards who are pretty ball dominant and shoot a lot, and you're like, oh, shit, that can't work. And then Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are like, holy shnikes, this works really, really well. Dude, the similarities, if our team, like Lonzo to Chris Paul, Book to Zach, DeMar to KD, Mm -hmm. Vooch to DeAndre Ayton, Pat Williams to whatever scrub you want to put on for... Ish Wainwright. Yeah, perfect. It's, wow, it's, it's the difference. We're the we're the Seven so, Eleven brand. It's so <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. And, and listen, don't be that person's like you expected that to work as well. No, but I expected it to work at about an eighty percent rate that theirs is working at, which yeah. is still really good. Yeah, quality numbers. An eighty percent rate of that would be like the five seed. And we're not even gonna make the playoffs. We're not even gonna make the fucking play in. That's the playoffs. <laughs> No, it's not. I know it's not, but I would have settled for it. I don't even have a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Devin Booker is going to learn the hardware about Eastern European families like Markeith Morris did. Because you just just don't talk shit to people with the last name of I.C. Etienne. You don't do it. Yeah, and when you don't, jeez Louise, man. I love Lucas so much, but that was a wide open layup. Yeah, and you can say part of it was like, oh, he got mad because he missed. But no, Devin Booker got absolutely trolled last year when he was talking shit, and then they lost by 50. Yeah. If you had an Eastern Euro, or if you're an Eastern Euro and you had Devin Booker's cell phone number, let me give you a glimpse at what the uh, voicemail would sound like. Yeah, what they want to do is because it's coming over a rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. It's coming over a radio to throw off where your the call's actually coming from. That was really good. That was that solid. Was that was like Brady's uh pilot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um last thing on the NBA, I oh we'll, we'll get into John in a second. The Bulls suck ass and Vooch is a bitch. He is talking about how he doesn't like the finger pointing of Pat Bev. And the finger pointing started on a play where he was had his back to the basketball as the five and didn't even make a somewhat of a movement to go help Pat Bev. And it was all his fault, and it was relatable to me because when I do get caught red-handed, my first initial reaction is to lie. And, <laughs> and get angry. And get angry. But he's also like 30-plus years old, making a million dollars to do the right thing, and he did the wrong thing. I'm and so happy. Just looks in the mirror and sees a 6-2 Nikola Vucevic, I guess. Knock this. I'm so happy you think Vooch is a bitch, finally. Yeah. I hate him so much, dude. He's it, not the guy we thought we traded for. He's just... Nobody I, is. I don't mean to say this in a bad way because I'm sure he's a great guy off the court. He's just a glorified <laughs> loser. I mean, he played with the Magic for 10 years and all I did was lose, and now he came here and all we do is lose. Yeah, also we said don't talk shit and then started talking shit. Yeah, his name is Vucevic. <laughs> well, he's not good. He's Montenegrin. <laughs> he's a little bit softer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't fuck with the Serbs or the Croats. John Morant. I want to get something off my chest, and then you guys can talk about it sure. as much as you want. Do you guys have anything else to say about the Bulls? Mm, no. Fuck them. I'm tired of them. There's three things I can't relate with John Morant. One, I'm not an African-American male. Two, I am not extremely good at basketball. And number three, I do not have a billion dollars. How I can relate to John Morant is getting caught 
and then thinking I'm going to change my whole entire life by deleting social media. And you also stick with your day ones. Yeah. That's also something Ja does. But I think this all started because Shannon Sharp called Ja not a gangster and to stop acting like he was about that life. Well, do we and talk? And then he just started trying to prove that he's about that life. We talked about DeMar DeRozan and, and Pat Beverly, how there's two different types of people. Right. People that got to prove it, people that know. And then there's if people who a spectrum, aren't at all. That and, that, and that's John Morant. Now, I actually think John's probably pretty tough. He went like, to a private school. Did you see the TikTok? Fred doesn't isn't on social media. The Eminem TikTok is so funny. Okay, yeah, maybe he is pretty tough, but flashing guns in a strip club doesn't make you tough. Yeah, no matter any way, especially when it's a fucking thirty-eight pea shooter. Yeah, I tried to make the joke about the three things that we don't, but it didn't land. But here's the thing: I'll never be able to understand what John Morant is going through. Right. As someone with money, as a professional athlete, as an African-American male. Even going also through that s- process that I go through to try and understand what people are doing, uh, and I wait to comment on it because I don't want to be that Facebook person who makes a comment like, oh, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's an idiot. You got to sit in their shoes for a second, and I attempted to, and I attempted to see what he was going through, and I, I have my own mental illness that I go through. I couldn't come up with anything that would be like, okay, I could see why he did this. It's just so astronomically dumb that it doesn't make me angry. It's on that spectrum of dumb that I don't even get angry about it. I'm just sad for him. I I agree with you on everything that you just said. (laughs) And what makes it worse is that he's eligible for his extension at the end of this season. And based off of his credentials alone, he would be eligible. Supermax. Not only for a Supermax, but the second largest contract in NBA history. And he just got 200 mil from fucking Powerade and Nike. And I think this is something that will take that away. Yep. I mean, Nike I, didn't right away go away from Tiger, but then they eventually did. So, so like, I, it'll take time, but with the world that we live in right mm-hmm. now... Nike works on a spectrum. What of course I, they shit's do. shit's going to sell worldwide, they'll keep doing it. I mean, they use kids to produce 90% of their products. I think this may They don't the give scale. a shit. I just don't understand, like, sure. The two-game suspension Ali- won't tip the scale. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were so done talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, for seconds. I'm the same way, though. I got to say this. Uh, but... Like, the thing I don't understand is where it comes from allegations of what he did, and then three days later, two days later, he's on IG Live with a gun. I overthink what I should post on Washed Up's social media. Yeah. And we have 800 followers. (laughs) And I'm overthinking if this can come back and bite me some way, somehow. Like I sent you guys a video of what I, how I was going to promote the show on our story, and it was who doesn't want uh, like who doesn't want the insight from three white guys, uh, yeah. everyone. Yeah, and I didn't post that right because I was like, how's this going to be received? You have allegations on you for God knows what because they're allegations at that point, and then you're like the best time to show off a pistol right on IG Live right now is the best time to do that. Yeah, in what world are you living in? Where you decide, there's so many decisions along that route 
to grab your phone, set it up, grab the Glock, put on a great song, and then just start bopping to it with it in your hand. There was five things he shouldn't have done, and he did all five. Not to mention, the gun that he was showing off in the video is a different caliber and different gun completely than the one he was accused of having. So now we know he has multiple guns. Exactly. Right. Like It's like, what is your deal, bro? Dude, the minute news comes out about you that isn't pristine, throw everything away. Don't do anything other than your job. Don't look at anything. Throw your phone, throw your computer, stop doing everything you've done, and just wait. Yeah, it's just... Because the only thing you can do is make it worse by talking or showing something that's not supposed to be seen. Yeah. Idiotic. It's like the first thing you talk to a lawyer, they tell you to shut the fuck up. Right, dude. Like, you have the right to remain silent, so fucking take it. Yeah. And it's like, does he have no friends? Like, like that would talk him off that. Right. Yeah. Maybe he's got like a really private Instagram account where it's like only a hundred people f- yeah. like following it. That has nothing and to he, do with it. Does he have no friends? No, he's got buddies. I've had friends that have talked me out of way, way, way less extreme mm-hmm. things than this. And I thought it was like, like the, the savior of things. Right. Like going to Rivers at two in the morning. Right. And one of us says no. And then everyone's like. Yeah. One You're of right. our friends has the balls to be like, dude, you don't need to be gambling anymore. You don't need to be drinking anymore. You don't need to do this. And you don't like him in the moment. Yeah. But, but then the next morning you're like, I should have gone home even before that conversation. Right. And these are friends. Sometimes, most of the time, best friends. But there's even friends who don't even know me that well that look out for you. Like, does yeah. he have nothing? Right. But do your friends also have guns? I don't. Yeah. I got two on my body right like now. Like on bow, them bow. all the time. And they're like the alpha of the friend group. And if you say anything, you're not worried about their actions. I would afterwards. never have a friend like that. Exactly. Um, we don't know if Jaws that friend. I would, I mean, I could have a friend for the moment like that, but if they acted like that to me, I would never talk to him again. Exactly. I do want to talk, uh, change off a job because there is someone who's not nearly getting talked about like enough this season and it's Damian Lillard. Yeah. He's going brazy. Dude had a triple-double last night, and obviously 71 kind of flew under the radar, and like people have already talked about that. But in, at the All-Star game, a video went viral of LeBron like saying something about the young kids in the league, and Dame was like, why didn't you drop my name? He goes, you're not a young dude anymore. He still kind of is, but yeah. But yeah, like he's been doing this, and if somebody deserves a fucking ring brought to a no-name fucking team – it's Dame Lillard bringing one to Portland. 100%. His, like, the video of him hitting that buzzer beater and then just staring back blank face at the camera is one of my favorite sports highlights in our lifetime. Yeah. yeah. And do you know what he does better than Kevin Durant? Is not giving into it and no burner accounts or anything. Like, Kevin Durant's like, everyone keeps asking about it, so I get a burner account. Damian Lillard, stop asking him about the super teams. He doesn't give a fuck. He's not leaving. He he is who he is. He wants the ball for Portland. He doesn't want to be a part of a super team. So, like, if he does eventually join one, he's not ring chasing. He's proven that he doesn't want to do that. But if his contract ends with Portland and he ends up joining another team, I don't want him to get dragged because he's been the same this whole entire time. He's like, I don't care about the super teams. They're paying me. I was drafted here. I want to play here. Now, if one day Portland doesn't want him to play there, he'll go somewhere else. And when that day comes, if anybody has anything to say to them, say 
about him at that time, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, if Here's, they break up, it's going to be worse than when John B. and Sarah broke up. I agree. And the other thing is, you have a lot of wannabe rappers in the NBA. Dame actually has bars. Yeah. Like, he's objectively a good rapper. Yeah. Yeah. From my unprofessional, super white opinion. You think Young Joker would put him on a track? <laughs> I don't think Dame would go on a track with Come him. Come on, dude. I, I, I lobbed it up. Uh, that was obviously <laughs> the joke. <laughs> and like, I laughed. <laughs> that's, like, the wild thing is, it's like, Dame is closer to getting a feature with Kendrick than he would be to... An NBA like, championship? No. Oh. <laughs> that was tough. That was mean. All right, let's stay on basketball, but we're going to go a lower level. Yes. Um, but it's about to be a higher level. Oh, yeah, it's going to be way higher level. The Tar Heels suck ass, so I'm looking for a team. I don't know if Arkansas is going to make it either. They were my other team. I would like to... I would love to ask you if I can go full-blown all-in on Marquette. Whoa. Wow. They're number six in the nation right yeah, now. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. had no idea that they still had a basketball team. You know what would be the f- – it would be really funny you know, if I went there for a year and a couple months and I don't even acknowledge the fact <laughs> I had presence there. And then Brady walks in <laughs> with a fucking Marquette swag with a Doc Rivers jersey, untucked edition, waving the fucking MU. Dude, I think I'm going to go fall, full in on Marquette. Here's when you go wrong, is when you back a team in the Big East that's not Villanova that ends up between ranks five and Will eight. you shut the dude, fuck you just up, sounded dude. like every ESPN <laughs> stat ever. He's the first pitcher to throw one hit and ten strikes on a cloudy day in March. Look, dude, Look, I'm an dude. unabashed Creighton fan. I get like it. Like half of I, my family played basketball at Creighton. I know where you're coming from, but we're having a moment over here, and you just come in. I pissed on the parade. You yeah. sure as hell did. Yeah. And I would be. Down your pants and talked about, <laughs> and now I'm now I'm still fooling on Marquette, but you got social skills, man. I don't. I That's know. That's the problem. I gotta work on mine too. <laughs> Fuck. All right, I don't care. I'm all in on Marquette. Um. Okay. I wish you the best. I will not celebrate an ounce if they win at all. Yeah, you will. And I'll celebrate you. Thank you. If you're if you're putting coin on Marquette I to sure advance, am. and for the Calcutta, are you thinking of trying to get Marquette? I just realized right now I shouldn't have told you this. <laughs> I <laughs> I you, know what in my dialect that I've been talking about makes you think I want to buy. I know, Marquette. but I wanted it to be a sneaky thing. That's true. That would have been a way better play. Yeah, but it's we're okay. gonna have the Calcutta on Monday, and then Tuesday we get to talk about it, which is pretty great. All right, cool. Uh, I want whatever team they play in the first round. I know. I can't wait for the bracket to just like see Marquette as like a. <laughs> A three two, two. They're going to be a two? Probably four because the championships are going to fuck everything up. If they win the Big East and one of the top four doesn't win theirs, they're a one seed. Wow. Marquette is a one seed. Jeez Louise. That's the fastest dude. one seed out of the tournament ever. They, they were never good while I was there. I didn't even know that they were reputable this year. Yeah, that was a joke on me because i was only there one season nice <laughs> all we need is one season baby yeah. all we need is one march of the golden eagles um Dwayne Cal- wade yeah uh the calcutta is going on um it'll be uh monday 
if you wanted in and you didn't get a chance, you got like a couple days maybe. Um, Cause we're probably, we probably got four or five spots to give maybe. Um, all right, guys, you ready for this? That was awesome. Baseball. Baseball. It's almost baseball season. World Baseball Classic. If you have rooted for anyone in the history of anything and live in America and you are not putting your mortgage on USA to win the World Baseball Classic, I need you to stop what you're doing, look yourself in the mirror, and understand one goddamn thing. We got American baseball in a World Baseball Classic. And Mike Trout is on it. Mookie Betts is on it. Tim Anderson, Will Smith, Clayton Kershaw, Lance Lynn. Do I go on? Paul Goldschmidt, Pete Alonzo. Do I keep going? It's so cool. It's so cool, dude. It does remind you how many talented Americans there still are in MLB. I know. It's insane. Like our Kyle Schwarber, our outfield could play. Oh my God, Kyle Tucker! It just keeps coming to me. How? What's the odds? Uh, we're plus two fifty right now. I like those odds. I know the right? DR is the odds on favorite, and then Japan. Shit, Tony. Dude, I, I, <laughs> shit, Tony. You know what? I don't. I, I understand that he's really good. <laughs> I understand it, but it is getting so out of hand. How they think it's just that easy. To win with one fucking player in the MLB or baseball at all. He can't even help There's, in the major leagues where all these guys aren't on. In the same and teams. he already plays. <laughs> he already does more than anyone on any team. Yeah. Can pitch, hit, and fuck it. Why not? Play him in the outfield. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He can do anything. But he cannot be the sole reason that Japan is the second favorite in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. and I got to be missing somebody on the Japan team. You're missing a few. Okay, that's still not enough. <laughs> and I'm missing a few on the USA team. Yeah. You want to know some the, the wildest name on the World Baseball Classic rosters? Steven Across Kwan. the bars. Steven or, Kwan. Is no. he playing? He's no, but man. Lars Newtbar is playing. You know who he's playing for? The Netherlands. Japan. No way. Yes. <laughs> Lars Nudbar. I love betting on him. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's not like he wouldn't even sniff the field on the U.S. team. Yeah. Uh, he's no, a, he's no. a hot name in no, the game right no, now. He no, he wouldn't. Lars is probably the coolest name of any professional at the moment. Actually, no We're, doubt about that. I'll I'll stamp that. Is Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. Is he a... Number one on, let's say, every team but five for pitcher. Yes. You see the ace on every team but four. Yes. Three. No. Okay. So, is he the best DH on half the teams? Yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. Yep. Would he say top ten? Yeah. I'd probably say ten. Ten? It's just, he's, it's I like agree. impossible to do what he does. Right. You're and not I believe- think that gives him so much more than if you just take him as like a pitcher and then you take him as a hitter. 
I'll take him in 162 games. Stretch for sure. 100%. But not a tournament like this. Right. Do you think the Angels are not going to be calling up Japan like, hey, he's not pitching every day. You know that, right? 100%. (laughs) And that's why if I could bet against Japan. The field. (laughs) If I could take the field at like, I I, I would say like at minus 450 is the max I would go. Yeah. But I would put four hundred and fifty on that to I'd win a hundred. Put nine hundred dollars on it to win two hundred. Right? Yeah. Make it. Oh my Dare God. us. Dare us. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't collectively talked about the new rules. I have said out loud that I really like them. Do you have them all, Brez? Yes. Sweet. Can you let's list them all and then we can talk. Well, the list- pitch timer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Less waiting, more action is the way that the MLB is presenting this. And what's the time? So 15 seconds with the bases empty, 20 seconds with runners on. Cool. Violations are an automatic ball or strike. So, going back to your Jose Ramirez thing, mm-hmm. if he steps out of the box at any point in the at-bat, automatic strike. Mm-hmm. Right. And he steps out all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shift restrictions. You need two, like... Uh, all right, so if you're on the left side of the field, you need your second and third, or you're, you need your shortstop and third baseman on the left side of the base. Mm-hmm. Conversely, you need your second baseman and your first baseman on the right side of the base. Mm-hmm. You could have your shortstop and second baseman line up like right behind the base. Right. But what is that doing for you? Yeah. Right. Uh, what about outfielders? Does it say anything like that? No shift restrictions for outfielders. So there's nothing, dude. Like, no. You just bring your left fielder over. Yeah, and I, I, I actually disagree pretty heavily. Like, you back up your third baseman to the outfield. You bring no, your left fielder over. That's the other thing. I'm sorry, I didn't read that. The all of the infield players have to have their feet inside of the dirt. Nice. I like that. So, like, if you have somebody that's making hard contact in a strange place, mm-hmm. they're going to get on base. Right, 100%. And most of the shift was, like, it only came into play with, like, ground balls or, like, low-line drives that bounced and all that stuff. It fucked left-handed hitters. Well, it fucked a lot of people. But also, like, you're a grown-ass man who's been playing a childhood game for years and years and years to totally figure out agree. how to use the other side of the field, you fucking moron. Totally agree. Facts. Right? Like, if if I put uh, on the left side of the field for a lefty, if I put uh, you lose all or you gain $400,000 million, but if you pull it, you lose everything, do you think you could figure out how to hit it over there? Right. The only reason I didn't You're like the, the shift. the best in the world. I agree, and they should have figured that out. The only reason I didn't like the shift was because a hit up the middle should be a hit up the middle every single time. It's perfect contact. Yeah. Yeah. I agree there. Thank you. Um, You're still going to lose that with the shortstop playing left-handed batters. Right. They overemphasized the shift, and yeah, it made it awful. Too, yeah. But they're bringing it back a little bit. I like that the second baseman can't play right field. I mean, that's just silly. Yeah, it's stupid. You're taking away perfect hits, even for a lefty. Like, at certain points, you can't take the ball the other way. You have to fucking pull it. Yeah. And it's a line drive, and then it's right to the second baseman. It's like, okay, obviously batting average is going to go down. Obviously, fandom is going to be like, what the fuck? This sucks. But the thing that I love the most is the pitch clock and the batting and mm-hmm. getting in and out. Uh-uh. There's one more. 
Okay. Bigger, bigger bases. bases. I don't understand that at all. More I, steals. I hate the fact that they could replay the uh, playground play. If you're near the fucking base on a double play, you're fucking out. It's simple. Why do you got to go touch the base? I think bigger bases helps that. But in the, oh, it's just, you know if you I'm, hit the ball on the ground and there's a man on first and they throw it near second base, you should be out. <laughs> <laughs> Here's yeah. the thing that I really don't like about the bigger bases is like, you're going to have some awesome five-star talent with real prolonged muscle memory just fucking ankle up because they hit the base a little too early or a little too late because the base was bigger than what their body remembers. That's the only problem with making things bigger. It's going to be impossible to tell how many injuries it does save. Like, you can't you can't really tell where they were going to hit or where what could have happened. You're only going to be able to see what does happen. And the first ankle, people are going to be like, oh, it's because of the base. But you can't have the opposite spectrum of it and be like, oh, this is how many injuries it did save. Yeah. You know what I and mean? Until a, the end of the season. Yeah, and that's virtually impossible to quantify in right. the first place, though. It's like, okay, how many more guys jammed their wrists this year? Right. Like, uh, because they came in a little hot because they were sliding a little too close to the base and they broke their wrist yeah. or they hyperextended a wrist or, but like fuck, in I baseball, don't know, you, they, they tore a muscle in like their throwing arm. Like, I would understand, but in baseball, you do have time before you slide. Like, you that's do. the point you, of a slide. Absolutely <laughs> you do. But like, if you go into a slide like way too hot, like if you basically fell on second base and just jammed your wrist into the base, it's going to break. Your yeah, hand's going to break. regardless of how big the fucking base is. Yeah. Yeah. So what? why did they say they are changing them? Like, what's the purpose of changing them? You know, that's the one that doesn't <laughs> have a lot behind it. I don't know. They did it in the minors, and they were like, hey, more bases were stolen. Yeah. But oh, here's okay, the other thing cool. is, if the base is also bigger, it brings it a little bit closer to home plate. Shouldn't the catcher be a little bit better at throwing people out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot I'm of just asking questions. There's a lot of weird things that these rules do. And I understand that the pitch clock does a lot for the fans because the main thing with people who like don't like watching baseball is like, it's so long. I never know how it's how long it's going to take. And shut up. <laughs> First. First off. <laughs> Second off, it's something that is engraved in all of our minds. It's like when you have a baseball game, you could be there for two hours. You could be there for five. Enjoy the time because it's the greatest game ever played. On to the next point. I just love how we just came up with three weird-ass rules, and I still can't watch the Dodgers. (laughs) Yeah. I'm nodding my head so hard to everything that Cliff is saying. It's so incredible the band-aids that they put on the game right? no that's the other thing is that they're trying to lift all of the blackout restrictions to make it more accessible and they're they're worried about like the game being pirated who gives a fuck if the game is pirated what, if people that want to watch it are able to watch it that's all you need to care about you are like yeah look at ufc boxing nfl those are all pirated and they fucking love it. Yeah. Exactly. UFC has the the highest trajectory in the lowest amount of time of a sport that went from nothing to something. Exactly. Yeah. Ever. It's like 35 to almost 40 years. And, and 
You got it. It's it's basically on par in terms of net gross with Major League Baseball. Baseball has known that they're like the demographic of their fans has been aging for the majority of our lifetimes. Like we're old baseball fans now, which is gross to say. Yeah. But like young people, even superstars in the game are like, the game is fucking boring. Yeah. Tim Anderson thinks the game is boring. Manny Machado said the game is boring. Those are two like supreme talents in the game. Yeah. I, my biggest bugaboo is I don't think baseball takes too long. I think they waste so much time on things that aren't baseball. You guys are going to disagree with me and say that taking ground balls and throwing practice pitches is a part of baseball. I don't think it should be. Mm. Pitchers need three pitches. Guys in the infield don't need ground balls. And we just get started. No commercials. Maybe you could have a commercial after every inning if that's where you want to meet in the middle with advertisers. My idea is every three innings. But if you want to do every one, I'll meet you in the middle there. That saves you, will save you an astronomical amount of time without the pitch clocks. I don't know if you've ever said something that I agree with more, ever. (laughs) I mean, I liked doing it in Little League because you never know when you're going to get a ground ball in Little League. Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, this may be the only ground ball I get for the next two hours. I love taking practice. Yeah. These guys get the ball all day, every day, or else all of them wouldn't get paid a trillion dollars. Like, if the second baseman, if they found one little analytic where second basemen get the ball less than third baseman, they get paid, like, astronomically less. But they all get the ball the same. Yep. You don't need to field fucking ground balls. I'm sure they don't like it either. I'm sure they're like, dude, fuck this. Let's play. Yeah. Dude, whenever I have those, it's just like, can I do something cool before the game actually starts? Right. And uh, I understand the the pitching, yeah, for sure. However many pitches you, like, however many different kinds of pitches you throw, that's how many warm-ups you get. Right. If you need to figure something out that didn't feel good the inning before, throw three curves, see if it works, see if you can get a little traction on it. But then, let's move the game right along. They also have a trillion cameras and a trillion people that work for the MLB. Say the inning before took a little bit longer and the pitcher was on his ass for a little bit longer. Give him an extra pitch. He doesn't need five extra pitches. He may need one. Yeah. You have a trillion people that make a trillion dollars. Use them to your advantage. What looks better? An ankle or a leg with a humongous cut on it with fucking stitches and a bunch of Band-Aids or one that's surgically fixed? Surgically fixed. Stop putting fucking Band-Aids on shit. It makes things look ugly. Yeah. That was beautifully done, dude. Thank you. When it comes to baseball, I usually have those little brain blasts, but you just stole it today. Yeah, dude, you killed it today. Well, everything, all That's my like other teams clip. in every other sport are awful, so <laughs> I'm banking on the Cubs being frisky and paying attention more. Well, they're definitely going to be fun, dude. I can't wait to see Cody Bellinger. And I'm also like super in on preseason of all sports because there's not too much going on, and then my brain can't fucking freeze up and be like, oh, I missed the game. I missed everything. I don't know what's going on. Right. But also, let me... Tell you why I love spring training. One guy hits a home run. I'm just imagining him doing it 162 games. Yeah, right. Like Pete Crow Armstrong is going off in spring training. I think he's just going to be the next fucking Ichiro Suzuki. It's so awesome to have these feelings right now. Ichiro. That's also why the Cubs could bang this year. You have so many guys. No, I, I I'm being honest with you. Like you acquired a lot of talent from selling off Rizzo. Like Baez, 
Wilson Chris Contreras. Bryant. Wilson. Well, no, he left for free. And you're rubbing <laughs> you it in. Just, no, you, you just rubbed it in. Dude. You know he plays for the St. Louis Cardinals? All right. Dude, um, you just said that so nonchalantly. Oh, no, no, he, he left, left for, for free. free. <laughs> and I haven't really right, regulated that in my brain just uh, yet. One thing that I'm you brought cry. up. Yeah, one thing you brought up before we started talking uh, a little more in depth on all that stuff was like they're trying to take away the blackout restrictions. And it's like, if we're trying, like, well, it should be pretty easy. It's like everybody's saying, like, why isn't President's Day after the Super Bowl? How about we just change it? Yeah. Like, Thank how about, you. Right. Like, if, oh, man, these presidents that all fucking died are really hoping it's the next Monday, so we can't move it back a week. Why can't we? Yeah. Because this is how it's always been, Pat. Right. So, like, the people who are like, we're trying to make it all work. It's like, you're the only people that know how it works. Those so, are the people that come out and say, we're trying to make it all work, but daddy's money says no, no, no. Yeah, it's like when I lied growing up. It's like, hey, you want to come sleep over? I'm trying to make it work. When my mom said no five hours ago, <laughs> and I can't perfect. tell you yet. That's so much better put than I said. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. My mom fucking hates you, actually, and thinks you're an awful yeah. influence on me. Yeah, my well, mom, I'll try and make it work. Yeah, we have a family brunch at 8 a.m., and there's no way my mom said I could do this. <laughs> but I don't have the balls to tell you it can't happen tonight. Dude, it's so great. That, that whole thing in life is like, ask mom. Like, oh, yeah. Thanks, where, Dad. Where do these power struggles come from? There is no power struggle. No. <laughs> Whatever. Back yeah. to baseball. Um, White yeah, Sox that, 2023. That's, that's the way I could fix it is we don't need to be throwing pitches. We don't need to be taking ground balls. And also, like, I think it's going to be super hard. I think there's going to be something every year that needs to be done for the game of baseball with how little of attention People have, but I think there will be a renaissance sooner than later. Yeah. Me and Brez were talking about it on the way here, just like how crazy the world is right now. We're going to be forced into a renaissance period. We're going to be forced away from our phones. We're going to be forced to have to use our our hands. Whether you want to say that and believe that or not, it's yeah. going to happen. Uh, Brady, who's your favorite basketball player of all time? Michael Jordan. Uh, what number did he wear? 23. And when he played baseball, who do you play for? Uh, Barons. Come on. The Chicago Barons. Oh, shut up, dude. The White Sox. It's Thank the you. Birmingham Barons. Yeah. What did I say? No, it's okay. So, White Sox, 23. <sighs> you just used more words against me. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Yeah, they don't deserve it. Nope. But my gallon of water does say stay hydrated. You got a, you got a foolproof closeout. Yeah, baby. I still love everybody. Music by Pat Mallers and Charlie Foreman. That wax is going to look real good, Brady. so good. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your night and your morning and your week. Peace, love, and happiness. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music. And hang loose, homie.
fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go right out la di da di do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go right out la di da di do I feel fucking awesome I'm, I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb Oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine on oh, God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my Get it, good, good, get it, got it, good, get it, got it, good, good, get it.